0: This is the We Are Outdoorsmen podcast, built by outdoorsmen for outdoorsmen. Presented by Herod Outdoors and Max Luer. Oh,
1: top,
2: top line just got this. where it is. <laughs> yeah, that was my fault.
3: There we go. He does it again. Welcome back to another episode of the We Are Outdoorsman podcast presented by Herod Outdoors and Max Lure. I'm Britton and Bobby and Richie are here as always and we're going to <laughs> let Bobby finish.
0: <laughs> hey you know turkey season's over now dang it. Shh. I know. Damn it. Yep, we got our foreplay so, turkey calls and we we can't go turkey hunting. Not
3: for a little while. And as all. As always, we are special coffeeed up. I don't have any Wood Family Spirits, but you guys are you know, carrying the wagon. carrying oh, the now wagon hold with, it, hold uh, it, hold it.
2: Didn't he have yeah. like a whole bunch and he was supposed to share it with us? Yeah. And, and then all of a sudden we saw nothing? And then, there's, and and then now he doesn't there's have any? Yeah. At none. All? Now you, none. See,
3: you see, there's a marketing opportunity here, and it's that <laughs> it tastes so good that I don't want to share it.
0: That was obvious. It also
3: tastes... It also tastes so good that I've drank all of it. I know.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's okay. We we fix that. Yeah,
2: we fix that. <laughs>
0: and Your we're not tables sh- have turned. And we're not sharing.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that's that's
3: fair. I wouldn't expect you to because I'm not going to in the future as, as well.
0: <laughs> uh, oh God.
3: So, uh, today on the podcast, we have Billy O'Lachlan, whose family has ran the sports shows in the Northwest. And, you know, Bobby can speak to a little bit more, but for a very long time.
2: Yeah. I got into this business in 1982, and, you know, the sports shows were going on then. And, it, you know, it was a, a big deal. A really big deal, yeah, yeah. You know they used to do it down at the Coliseum up in Seattle, and then they were up in Monroe for a little while. You know, trying to find a venue that that worked well for everything. Right. Now that's down at the uh, the Washington State Fairgrounds, right, in Puyallup, and uh, then down at the Expo Center, you know, in in uh, Portland, and the Olaklands have been doing this for a long, long time, and have seen a lot of the industry whether it's hunting and fishing on on both sides you know coming going um new trends you know all of that stuff yeah and it it, it's uh it's kind of a neat deal because the 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 family it's been in the family for a long time Mm -hmm. and of course billy's going to be able to talk to that and he and i have kind of got along and and done a few things here and there over the years and we might have hunted and fished a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> you guys have known each other a long time. Yeah, since yeah. 1982. Yeah, the O'Lacklands are great. You know,
0: he has yeah. uh, three brothers that are involved, and and they're all they're all just a blast. They, the The whole family, they, yeah. they're a great family. They, yeah, they're, they're great people.
2: Yeah. You know, they. They are fantastic to work with. You look at what they what they have to deal with on, yeah. on getting a customer to come in and, and, or a vendor, I should say. Yeah. you got to go out and you got to sell. yeah and yeah. that's what they do.
0: They do a good job and then yeah. you know, the neatest thing about having a sportsman show is the fact that that you all and us too, you know we get to go see what's new. Sure. And catch up with people that we know in the industry. And yep, it's yep. Uh, just a great, great time. And um, so I think sportsman shows are just.
2: Well, the sportsman shows are fantastic. Because it's the only way that you can actually get a, a lot of consumers yeah. in one area. Yeah. And talk about your product or what you're doing. Yeah, you know, it, regardless of what it is. Whether you're a fishing guide, hunting guide, a, you know, uh, you sell boats, you sell whatever. rod, whatever. Yeah, You know.
0: It's a great place for vendors to talk about things that are new. Yeah. And bring them out because it's yep. a good a good venue to release something new. Which you, which I'm doing.
2: Yeah. You new, got a new rod. New rod and new seasoning. New season. Smoke, new season. smoke
0: and garlic. Smoking garlic. Yeah.
3: It's you coming. know, that
2: Britton, that that's the stuff that you and I haven't seen yet. So no no big deal. But yeah.
3: yeah. I, I just don't understand why. <laughs> I mean, I have a pretty good taste buds. I have good taste buds, and I don't understand why this wasn't put through R&D. Well, that's, uh, with I'm thinking that, the that same know thing. Something tastes, you know, so, know, something that tastes good, I, I could help you with that mm. tremendously, and it just appears that hey. I'm going to start gaining more weight, and uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's part of the you know the requirements or anything for this, but yeah. um, I'm pretty disappointed since we brought it up last week about how... You know, you have something new yeah, and it involves food and you continually, you know, <laughs> just completely disregard. Yeah, First we, of all, you take away good seasonings and replace it with seasonings without letting us know about it. Yeah, and, <laughs> Well, uh, you
0: didn't buy enough of those ones I had to take away. They went bad. You can't do the Parmesan anymore. I can't make a hundred bottles and have them sit there. You gotta, you gotta do it. Where am I going to put it?
2: cold storage i don't have
0: cold storage
2: put it in the garage for crying out loud you know how right hot now. the garage is <laughs> yeah i know i did i walked into the garage and thought ooh, i could, i could take a nap
0: <laughs> yeah well now because i have it heated but but in the summertime it's like scorching in there i can't yeah. keep i got nowhere to keep it it just won't keep anyway
3: it's fine i'll just i'll just keep trying to to knock off your seasonings and make it myself, i know so.
2: yeah whatever <laughs> I created Thanks. a monster. Jesus. I'm telling you what. Oh, God. You should have seen that. We we did the prime rib the other day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mixed you, up. You boys are going to like this for prime rib. Really? Oh,
0: yeah. Garlic, salt. uh uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh.
3: Yeah. Bobby and I, you know, we had Christmas together. We uh, tag-teamed the prime rib. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. we actually even went to the store together to get seasonings and then Bobby created the seasonings and then he had to go to church and tell Jesus hello for me while I stayed at home (laughs) and slaved over a prime rib, making sure the oven didn't get opened.
2: Uh, (laughs) That's good. And and it turned out good, didn't it? It turned out good. Yeah, we
3: dialed it in and uh, it was a good Christmas dinner that, uh, you know, I I picked up the avian flu from it, but um, (laughs) other than that. He's still
2: sick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then so, he gave it to uh, all of us. Yeah, I know. You know.
3: I just expect you to run some of these things by us next time. <laughs> um, I'm not one to like to be surprised. So,
0: hey, this is—I'm uh, telling you, this is just now. This is just now declassified. Just now. <laughs> is it bottled and ready for sale? It will be this week, probably. Got it. And then where are we at
3: on the large half gallons of barbecue sauce? Ah,
0: oh, I'm gonna probably not going to happen oh my goodness i gotta buy pallets at a time so so if we bring in our
2: own half gallons will they fill them up (laughs) no
0: (laughs) no no it's it's a whole it's a big deal big deal to go to a bigger size you know
3: if we're going to promote the the seasoning we do need to talk about the barbecue sauce because show season's one of my favorite things at your booth because your mom is the the barbecue lady at the show she is and If you come by the booth and you can come by multiple times even and get a spoonful of that, yep. it's, it's a good little hack to, you know, keep your taste buds going until you figure out what, what corn dog you want to get.
0: Right. Um, <laughs> you know, and if you, if you come by the booth, maybe with French fries or a, a hamburger or something, we might help you fix it up a little bit or a sausage exactly sausage, corn dog. Oh yeah. We might give you a little extra squirt.
2: <laughs> Perfect. Because
3: I, I, i am obviously biased but i love barbecue sauce and it is a a fantastic barbecue sauce i yes it is i buy i buy it by the case and i use it on all sorts of stuff and i've told richie for years that it it could use just a tad more kick but by itself it has a perfect amount of kick to it yeah yeah and uh, so i i typically just throw some you know red chili flakes in it to spice it up on my end and uh doesn't deter the taste of it and uh I love it. I think you guys enjoy it. So you can come to the shows and get, you know, you can buy it by the case at the shows if you want Absolutely. to. Absolutely. And uh, yeah. obviously we'll all be trying the uh, roasted garlic or the smoking garlic for the first time together. So.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, sin- since we weren't used as testers.
0: Bobby might go away with some. I don't know about you, but. Unbelievable. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we, we, ha- we had him at eating his burrito. Already. I know. Yeah. <laughs> just
3: remember we're 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 staying together down there so uh, <laughs>
0: no worries you'll get a you'll get a whole pound you better yeah you better be bearing gifts yeah you're going <laughs> to get a whole po- you're going to get a whole pound oh, so man. uh
3: we're going to jump into our conversation with Billy kind of go you know through the history of the sports shows what's going on this year for the 2024 shows and uh when we get back we'll uh wrap up and yeah we'll be right back
0: It's actually, it's evening, and I'm visiting with Bill Lachlan. He is the president of Lachland Trade Shows. How are you, Bill?
1: I'm great tonight.
0: You know, uh, we have made arrangements to talk. It's like 7 p.m., if you folks can believe that or not. So thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule.
1: It's, it's my pleasure.
0: And uh, we're, we're on a Zoom, and I can see that he indeed is working. He's in the office. So... <laughs> So what we're going to talk about is all about the business that you're in. And b- before we get to that, of course, we've got to kind of get the elephant out in the room. And that's the fact that you and Bobby have known each other for like eons. And I know that you constantly give each other a bunch of crap. So what's that about? How long have you known each other? Too long.
1: Too long. Yeah. We've, been, we've been great friends. And even if we don't talk for six, seven months, it's just like yesterday uh we've been we've done a lot of hunting we've done a lot of fishing together and it's just never ever a dull moment and you can hear us coming from a couple miles away
0: (laughs) yeah i uh i'm sorry that you've known him that long
1: are you feeling my pain (laughs) i
0: am i i uh i definitely can feel your pain but uh yeah i know you guys have been good friends for a long time and he, he talks highly of you even though you know most of the time he's giving you crap
1: Oh yeah, but, but the one thing you've got to understand and I and I know you do this is both of us make him look really, really good.
0: <laughs> That's exactly right we do, don't we? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yep. Oh, uh,
0: he'll he'll enjoy that. So oh, yeah. So Bill, you know, uh I've been coming to your sportsman shows now for about a, a decade or so and I really enjoy coming to him and being part of him, but I thought our listeners would really enjoy knowing the history of the sportsman shows, well, and all the trade shows that you do in, in, in particular, but uh, uh, there's a long history. So let's kind of start with that. How long have you guys as a family been doing trade shows?
1: Well, we'll start with I'm the third generation. Right. <laughs> so my grandfather started this, and then my dad and his brother... Uh, took over from him, and then it is my brothers, of which I have three, and I had a cousin involved as well, um, and we've taken it to the present day. So, we're probably somewhere in the 80-plus years in show production.
0: Is that right? Wow. <laughs> okay. well,
1: and this will be my 40th year. Oh, my in, goodness. In
0: what were those early years like for your grandfather? What, what, uh, what kind of venues and what things did, did he do when he first started? Do you, do you know?
1: It, it, is, it is nothing like you would think. Yeah. Um, my grandfather was a, uh, was a Canadian to begin with. He immigrated down into Chicago, into the stockyards. He had a very colorful uh, past. He really did. But he was, he was uh, quite the individual. He went down and, uh, and chased Pancho Villa. Uh, <laughs> back in those early years, you could buy your way out. And what they had done, and this is a true story, they found a mummified soldier. And he and a buddy of his took the soldier, put a bunch of medals on him, and freighted him around the southern United States as Pancho Villa's brother.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: Oh yeah, true. <laughs> True, honest-to-God, true story. And then from there, he just was a colorful man. He was a wing walker, Uh, you know, back in the barnstorming days. Right. uh, He was a uh, uh, a, uh, boxing promoter. Mm. Uh, One thing led to another, and he eventually uh, uh, started uh, the Ice Capades. Wow. And then, uh, and uh, you remember uh, Sonia Hennig?
0: Yes, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: He was he was part of her beginning
0: oh that's something else
1: <laughs> yeah. anyway and then uh, and then uh, as they, they were pretty much in the Midwest mm-hmm. and as uh, building managers and event managers moved further west we finally got a phone call from uh, Spokane and they said we'd like you to come out and manage and produce home shows for us ah. so that was the beginning and then they went from uh, Spokane to uh, Portland when they first built the Memorial Coliseum. Mm-hmm. And that's basically how we started out here in the Northwest. But shows then were big general shows. So we would have, uh, instead of a sportsman show, it was the uh, boat, sport, right. and travel show. Right. Because boats and, these were in their infancy. And, and as the years went, the industries grew, and then they all broke off to have their own individual shows. So we have boat shows, we have sportsman shows, we have RV shows, we have auto shows, home shows, and off we went.
0: I'll be darned. So I imagine your grandfather, you know, kind of leading all this, and then somehow your father getting involved, and then all you brothers running around causing havoc, and eventually you started doing work. Is that, is that a fair... Fair picture.
1: It did. When, uh, when I was in fifth grade, well, yes, mom, mom would always send us down during move-in to yeah. get us out of her hair because there were a lot of us. And we'd go down there and, and run around and they'd help us. We'd help them mark the floors and do the things yeah. that we young kids did. And then uh, when I was in fifth grade, we bought a pair of river otters. And then I traveled dad's show circuit for four years. Mm-hmm. And I was one of his features in his shows.
0: Gotcha. So that's yeah. what, that's so kind of how you started. You were actually part of the show.
1: That is exactly right. right.
0: Huh. So you've been doing it for 40 years. So, uh, when you stepped in, were they separate shows then or were you still doing big trade show that was boat and home and everything else?
1: No, I, uh, it all broke apart right around 1974, oh. 75, when they finally broke apart. And I started with that in 1984, and they were all separated, but they were all quite a bit smaller. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just been, and I, I, can't, I can't tell you why, but I think it's just because we're here in the Northwest. This is mm-hmm. such a rich, rich uh, paradise for outdoorsmen. Right that we can still do hunting as part of the show. We can still do fishing as part of the show. And I hunt Mm -hmm. and I fish. These are all things I want to see in a show. So that's just what we chase. And we were relentless about making these the best events we could.
0: So we're we're in those early days. I'm really interested in the history of this. So we're in those early days, same kind of scenario you had vendors and speakers that would come and talk about their specialty or was it always just a vendor or was it more speaking and less vending? What was it like in the early days of your your effort?
1: When we first started, we really didn't have um, a lot of seminar speakers. You, you would have somebody doing uh, a presentation on how to reload shells. I mean, mm-hmm. that was you would have uh, uh, one of the factories come in and then you'd work with them and they would do this seminar maybe two or three times a day. Gotcha. And then we would have uh, the Kids Free Trout Pond. Uh, It has been a staple to these shows since I've ever, since we started. Mm -hmm. To this day, it's become generational, which is really cool. So what happens is, Uh grandfather brings his son and says my son caught his first fish here <laughs> this is my granddaughter or grandson they're going to catch their first fish here
0: that's awesome
1: yeah it is it is one of the best things we have ever done yeah. with the with the free kids trout one. and we will continue doing it for as long as i'm at the helm
0: oh yeah i think that's great i i've been involved with uh, some of the smaller shows we used to have one here in Wananchi that was every year and we and uh cca the organization that that uh, bobby and britain and i and many of us belong to we we uh volunteered at the trout pond and it's really rewarding uh, kids just love it and the, the parents you know i mean it's it's really a good thing
1: well and it's you can always tell when one of those big brood trout get caught yeah you know because you hear the, the the clapping and the, the yelling yeah. and yahooing hall. this is spectacular
0: yeah it is exactly right Okay, so uh, you know I attend three of your shows, the uh, Washington Sportsman Show, the Pacific Northwest Show in Portland, and then Central Oregon, but that isn't all you guys do. Tell, tell our listeners all the different shows that you guys actually <laughs> manage.
1: We've got our fingers in a lot of things. We, do, uh, we really, really specialize in, in the sportsman shows because it's, it's what I love, but we, we produce boat shows. Portland Boat Show is opening today. As a matter of fact, fact, um, out at the Expo Center, and then we produce RV shows, and we do the Saltwater Sportsman Show down in Salem now.
0: Uh Ah, so when you guys start, it is January, and you guys go what till April, May?
1: Well, we actually start in September. September. We, We we September the start of our year because we do our the RV show the fall events. In, in September and October in, in uh, Tacoma and Portland and Puyallup. And then we go and then we start revving up for the, for the winter shows, which are January, February, March, and April. Yes.
0: There's also a, um, do you guys do the holiday? There's a holiday show, correct? Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we weren't just, you know, we, we had to do Christmas shows too. Right. You know, I was <laughs> <laughs> didn't have enough to do.
0: So I think another thing listeners would be really interested in, you know, they come to the shows and they enjoy walking around, visiting all of us vendors and buying food and enjoying the things that we've been talking about. But there's a whole lot that goes along behind the scenes. There's a there's a lot of work that goes on. Can can you give the listeners kind of an idea of uh, the magnitude of the planning it takes to pull off one of these big shows?
1: Richie, it takes us all year long. it mean legitimately probably 10 months to put these shows together because yes, a lot of them come back, but part of our success is we reach out to every single vendor and we talk and we renew our acquaintances and what's new, what's different. We physically go see them and make sure that everything's okay. We go to the trade shows whether it's uh the nra show or the icast show to see the manufacturers and it takes us that long to every day to contact everybody get them all in get the features uh squared away get all the seminar speakers squared away get with all the building and the facilities Mm. and get all the subcontractors it's it you've got to have your it's like any business
0: oh yeah for sure and and so what he's talking about with subcontractors and everything, you you think about it. Think about a venue like, um, you know, even the fairgrounds there in Puyallup. You need to have security. You need people taking tickets. You've got, uh, uh, sure. yeah, you have all kinds of things, right? You just can, it just goes on and on and on, right?
1: You've got the AV guys. AV. You've got the travel Suppliers. You've got anyone that we work with that we bring into the shows; they're all our subcontractors. It, it's there's dozens and dozens.
0: Yeah, so so imagine that, folks. You you uh, are trying to manage all these moving parts so that when the gates open up, uh, you can have a great experience. So it's a it's a lot of work, and you should thank them when you go by.
1: <laughs> well, we 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 love it, and I don't think we really want to make the experience. Uh, Fantastic for our attendees, we really do, and we do the small things like in Puyallup. It's free parking, mm-hmm. and we we make that we arrange that mm-hmm. so that it's yeah they got to pay to get in, but it's free parking, so they save that twelve or fifteen dollars that they don't have to. The same thing down in Central Oregon, in Portland, I I can't really do that because it but it's a it's a municipal building, but at PIR, where where we have additional parking. This year, if they buy their two-day pass,
0: mm-hmm.
1: one of their days, if they park at PIR, it's for free. Oh, that's great. So we're trying to make the attendance easier for our attendees.
0: Mm-hmm. And um, let's talk a little bit about uh, getting the word out for these. That's a whole nother effort. So you've got all your advertising too, right? That's another big chunk of work. And so you guys have been working on that for a while. And, and, and tell people what that looks like too.
1: It it has changed. It's night and day from what I started with. So when I first started, my education was all about radio, television, newspaper, billboards. You know the that that was. I mean, I was good at it. And then all of a sudden, (laughs) you got cable TV, and then you had this, and then you had everything. And now, advertising is so fractured Mm -hmm. that you have to. really good and always educating yourself on what's the new trend, where are people getting their information? And now everything's on that phone. Yeah. And I have, I have a staff that work with us, Trey Karskadden, Michelle, uh, Jimmy, Kyle, these guys are on it all the time to get that information out to everybody, to have the best opportunity to see what's new and different in the shows.
0: Yeah. And I would imagine just like, you know, for me, that's what I do with the television show. When I have sponsors, I try to figure out all the ways that we can, you know, get the sponsors information out to potential customers. And you have a spectrum. You have people that still want to see your print material. You still want to have people that see something on the television. And then you have a whole new crop of people that are staring at the phone, looking at social media. So it's a um, kind of a holistic approach, and you can't ignore any of them, right?
1: You, you cannot. And sometimes I feel like it's a dartboard. You just throw a dart, and you hope that you hit it correctly.
0: Right. Uh, all right. Let's say uh, let's talk about some of the attractions this coming year at the Sportsman Shows. What are some things that people are going to see that they're going to be really excited to come to the show?
1: So it's 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 all changed. So back in the day. People came to the shows. It was all about entertainment.
0: Entertainment, first. yeah, right.
1: <laughs> Friday nights were huge. It was a night out on the town. Saturday was family night. Sunday was a late crowd, but it was all about entertainment. And, and we would have these features to draw the people out. Then it changed in about the 2000, early 2000s to where it was all about education. Right. That hunter, that fisherman, that camper they were coming to the show to learn because the equipment and the knowledge was changing so fast, and people were changing the way they fish, the way they hunted, and so it became education. And the features weren't the big draw anymore. It was the names. It was the Buzz Ramses. It was the uh, uh, the Bud Whites. I mean, the the the, the Glen Berries. Mm-hmm. You know, those those. Yeah. Yep. And then now it's changed again. So people are really coming to see like the influencers. Yeah. So this year we have Randy Newberg, who's back. He's what, what a gentleman. Yeah. Not only is is he phenomenal in what he does, but he is just, just a pure gentleman and and knowledgeable. He wants to share that information with everybody. So what he is and how he's advertised is for certain. We have, uh, uh, Randy, this year we're going to have uh, the, the guys from Meteor. Steve Ronella. he will be at the Portland Show on Thursday this year. Awesome. So he's coming in. You guys, you have, we have the guys from Addicted Fishing. They're phenomenal in what they, what, what better ambassadors for fishing and for our younger people to get them back into and to keep them and retain them. They're just great. And, and this is the direction we're going. Even Ashley Nicole Lewis, you know, she works with us. A great ambassador for the for the outdoors industry. So we use these people at the shows to spread the word, to tell people that the shows are coming. They're doing seminars because so many people look up to these people and they're looking for that information.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think that's exactly right it- and we see this all the time at Max Lure and, and myself at, here at Herod Outdoors. We see people wanting to learn, and that's what they come for. And, of course, you guys have a, a really full seminar schedule. So not only do you have the big-ticket folks that you've just described, but there's a whole host of folks that are going to be giving talks that people can come and listen about fishing, about hunting, and uh, sur- survival, techniques.
1: Well, that's one of the reasons that, Richie, that we're working on this two-day pass is because all these seminars, you could spend the whole day just going to seminars. Yep. Because A-listers and they're only doing it once because there's so many great seminar speakers available today. So what we're, we're trying to do is, is have people buy that two-day ticket so that they can come one day, take in seminars, or if they can't, they can do seminars this day and seminars this day and then the show because there is so much to see and do.
0: Yeah, I agree. So let's talk about that a little bit. Um, where can folks find information and how they go about buying tickets? And and let's just uh, be specific. So the first one coming up is your uh, Washington Sportsman Show Washington, in Kuala.
1: You bet. And then the second one will be the Pacific Northwest Sportsman Show uh, down at the Expo Center, followed by the Central Oregon Sportsman show in uh, Redmond and in between that is the uh, saltwater sportsman show at the Salem Fairgrounds that it is not our show we produce that for ocean Gotcha and uh, that really is a fun little show if you want saltwater that's where it is
0: and so people uh, can get tickets by going online is that correct?
1: Yep. They can go online they can buy them at um, at each of the venues. Uh, uh, day of, and again, Portland or uh, Puyallup and Central Oregon have free parking. We take care of that. Portland, like I said, I can't do anything about that, but uh, get there early because Portland is just its just a monster.
0: What's the, you know, here's a test for you, Bill. Do you know the uh, email or the uh, website address right off the top of your head?
1: So if the website is thesportshows.com.
0: And that's where folks can... Um, get their tickets, and also see all of the seminar schedules and events that are going on, correct? That's all right there for the attendees.
1: They also go to, um, they can, you know, type in the show's name, Washington Sportsman Show, Pacific Northwest Sportsman Show, Central Oregon Sportsman Show. They can see all the features. They can see all the seminar speakers. They'll be able to see the list of exhibitors, the floor plan, how it's laid out, the whole nine yards.
0: Perfect. So that's where you want to go, folks. And uh, I really encourage you, if you're close to any of those, uh, please come and and visit us. Um, Both Max Lure and Herod Outdoors, of course, will have booths there. But there are hundreds. There are hundreds of vendors to come see. And like Bill said, there's tons of seminars to come visit. So it's a really good time, and and we uh, love it having uh, folks come chat with us. So please come to the shows.
1: Absolutely. What, what you're going to find, uh, Richard, and you know this, it's it's old week. I mean, guys yeah. like to yeah. come and, and walk through the show, but you get an opportunity to see products yeah. and or services that you can't find anywhere else. And you get to actually talk and touch the products or see the services and get a feel for the guy you're going to go fishing with yeah. if he's a guide. Or you get to talk to the actual outfitter and really get a feel of you know yeah i i really want to hunt with this guy uh because you're talking alaska bc alberta you get into the 11 western states you have people from south america africa new zealand australia it you're never going to find these guys just anywhere else yeah and you really get that time to talk with them and when you come to these shows You'd better have four, <laughs> five, six hours to really watch and see it because where else can you see all these manufacturers? You, you can't. Know, talk to the Scotty, uh, Scotty rep, the Daiwo rep, the uh, the Okuma rep, the G. Lewis Shimano reps. Where else can you go anywhere else and have them spend time and physically talk to you about this, this, and this?
0: There isn't any other place I know of. Nope it'll be a great time folks uh again i highly encourage you to come so take a look at that and like i say if you see one of the Auckland brothers walking around uh, with their hair on fire making sure everything's going make sure you thank them for the work that they're doing and bill we've been talking oh my gosh for almost a half hour already if you can believe that and i know you're busy so i think i'm going to let you go but i sure appreciate the time that you've given me
1: well i appreciate you and i having this conversation we don't do it enough and again, I, I'm really sorry that you have to spend time with Bobby, but everyone has
0: I know. Well, it won't be long, and he'll be on the far end of some building that I won't have to deal with him.
1: I know. He's going to be coming to find me. Yeah, he'll be finding
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks again, Bill. Have, uh, a, have a good evening.
1: Thank you very much.
2: I'd like to sit here and rag on Bobby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You Great. knew he was, you knew he was going to do that. Oh man, typical, <laughs> typical. Yeah, I, I told I told you he Billy can be a little animated. Yeah, you know. So. <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: well, when you know a guy for what thirty-five plus years, yeah, you yeah. might
0: get a little razzing. I don't know. Uh, yeah, just a little, <laughs> just a little. No, we've had we've had a lot of fun over the years. Yeah. The sports shows are really fun, and they're fun for that reason because you see so many people that you know, and yeah, and clearly you guys have known each other a long time, so it's uh, it's pretty funny.
2: Oh yeah, like <laughs> I said, we we've had a lot of fun, and and going to continue to have fun. Yeah, you know, since I moved up here, yeah, I, we obviously don't get to spend as much time together, right. and uh, unfortunately, but uh, you know, it, it'll ha- it'll happen. Yeah, we'll, we'll get together and do something. Absolutely at least seeing them at the show that's is, a, is, a, is a bonus. So. Yeah. so that's a lot of fun
3: for us as vendors at the show. You know, we're in there before the general public comes in and you're able to, yeah. you know, we're kicking off our collective year, uh, and being able to build on relationships and catch up with old friends and stuff is, is just as fun as, you know, talking to, it's all the people and having the conversations through the week, and um, you know, there's a lot of collaboration and, and cool ideas that come out of it. And so, I find that you know the, the funnest part of these you know show circuits is the the relationships that you build and the the camaraderie that us as a collective sportsman industry uh, create through that. Where you leave the shows and some of those barriers kind of go up because it's back to business. You know,
0: I've made friends at the shows. You know, there were booths beside us that I didn't know, and now we keep in touch forever it's kind of it's
2: just one of those things that's one of the nice things about about hunting and fishing is it's kind of a tight-knit group and all of us that are part of it people of like mind you're doing stuff with people that feel and do the same thing that you do and meeting new people uh having all of these old friends all these people out there in the industry it's uh it's a lot of fun it's very very enjoyable that's why i've loved this industry so much you know and stayed in it for 42 years i would say the same is true about uh,
0: a lot of the people that come visit us yeah we have people that Uh visit us year after year and you get to know folks out there and make friends with people and you look forward to seeing them come back by. And they, yep. I've already had a few customers send me notes and saying, I'll be there. I'm after coffee, you know, <laughs> you're going to have your coffee, right? Yeah, yep. exactly. Going to have the coffee. Yep. All right. I'll be there. See ya. Yeah. So that's, that's fun. You know, something else that happens occasionally, like uh, a few years ago, we had big snowstorm down in, in Redmond at the central Oregon show. And the roads were just crap. Nobody could really drive. And so, you know, we get in there and like you say, we're in early, right? So we're already just having fun visiting with everybody and walking around and seeing stuff before the doors open. But on that particular day, which has happened to me before in many, in some of the other shows, not hardly anybody there. Yeah. Damn. And so the ha- the hallways and <laughs> were pretty quiet. So you know, all us vendors pretty much stand out in the aisle and sometimes you throw a ball or you somebody turns on some music real loud, <laughs> or, Yep. you know, throw some planes or, you know, whatever. The vendor next to you has fire, so he lights a bunch of fires, you know, whatever it is. It's kind of fun, you know, and it's, you know, you want to see people, but at the same time just uh, can be a lot of fun. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah. No, it's very, very enjoyable. Like I said, you know, it, it's one of the reasons that I've I've stayed in this industry this long is yeah. because of the relationships that are built and the people that, that you want to see and want to spend time with yep. you know, are, are there. And right. the other great thing is talking to people, you know, the consumers, oh, yeah. you know, trying to give them as much information as you have, sure. you know, to... Help them acquire game, fish, yeah. whatever. Uh, trying to give everybody as much information as you can. It, it's great talking to oh, people. Yeah.
0: We spend a well, lot of time teaching people how to sharpen knives. You know, that's what we sell work sharp Sure. There. So that's probably what we talk about the most. Yeah. People come by with a their knives. You got a knife? Yeah. It's kind of dull. We can fix that for you. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey.
3: For the last couple of years, we've been set up right next to Dwayne and the, the Fish Hunt Northwest booth for both Puyallup and Portland. You talk about the collaboration and stuff, and you know, between Max Lure, Herod Outdoors, and Fish Hunt Northwest, we've created a pretty cool collaboration and being able to you know elevate each other through all these different mediums. We've kind of turned our 30 feet of booth space that we have, or 40 feet is actually <laughs> feet, what we have in yeah. Puyallup, into a, a community space where you sit down, you can drink coffee and talk, and it's been... to to the point we've been talking about, just from a catching up with people and having an inviting, open atmosphere to to talk about all sorts of things is is pretty cool.
0: Yeah, it is fun. And and the, your guys's corner is always that way, though. I mean, what whatever booth is at, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's uh, there's a lot of stuff oh, going on at the Max Lure corner. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, we
3: we ensure that the the corner's um, always a lively area. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. It's where it's at.
2: You know what? You have fun with whatever you do. Absolutely.
3: Be sure to come to uh, Puyallup and Portland. Come hang out with us. We'll uh, obviously be at the booths and uh, excited to. It's always fun when someone comes up, and we get it every year. You know, I I listen to the podcast. We need more of the podcast. Right. And. That's what really keeps us doing this stuff. and So come talk to us about the podcast. Come talk to us about fishing and hunting. Get your knives sharpened. Try some barbecue sauce. And then go head over to the the walleye tank where Bobby's going to be sure that thing's full of uh, lively fish. (laughs) And uh, we're going to be doing seminars (laughs) and and ice fishing seminars on top. And be sure to come for the ice fishing seminars. I know Billy would appreciate that.
0: Yeah. (laughs) God. It'll all be fine.
3: Yeah, We're going to sign off and uh, get ready for these shows. We're excited to see you, so uh, be sure to come on out. Until next week, we will talk to you later.